Tesla just reported their second quarter earnings update, and I think investors should be cautious here. Yes, the stock is up very slightly after hours, and part of the reason why the stock is up ever so slightly is because they're still reporting very strong results. You're looking at 40% revenue growth, industry-leading profit margins around 15% operating profit margin, and still seeing fantastic profit growth, EBITDA growth up 50% year over year. So these are very strong metrics. And this is despite the fact that one of their key factories, you're talking about Tesla's key Shanghai Gigafactory, was shut down for most of the quarter. This is in China because of you know their policies reacting to COVID. And so looking at this, then you look at the fact that they're revolutionizing manufacturing with extreme efficiency, including a 70% reduction of robots per unit of capacity. So capacity of additional cars that get made in terms of, hey, how much robots do we actually need to move this along the line? And they're saying, yeah, relative to, let's say, an earlier factory like the Model S Fremont line compared to the Model Y in Austin or the Model Y in Berlin, you're looking at the 70% reduction of robots per per unit of capacity. So looking at a manufacturing revolution, and I'd argue you're also looking at a revolution with safety potential, something that you're not really seeing with a lot of other automobiles where they're saying, yeah, we based on effectively vision-based systems, you can have belt tightening happen before the vehicle senses it because you can use a vision system. And this is really ahead of a lot of other you know, systems, you know, where you, the car starts, you know, hitting an object and that would be very problematic. And so saying, hey, if you can buy a little bit more time because the car sees the accident happening before it actually happens, then you could have, you know, folks restrained in their seat, ideally, you know, resulting in, in better safety standards. And not surprising, you look at these different metrics, you look at their sexy cars and you see they're continuing to take market share. This is what I like to see with every investment that I consider, which is that are you taking share? Because if you're taking share, it suggests that you have an unrivaled value proposition. Now, a lot of folks are getting hung up on, you know, Tesla's dumping 75% of their Bitcoin holdings a year. You get some noisy YouTubers that honestly are more hype than anything else talking about, you know, oh, Tesla dumped 75% of their Bitcoin. Did they do this to prevent a negative cash flow? This quarter looks like it. And that actually had nothing to do with it. And it's honestly, it's, it's, it's a little, it's like depressing to me, you know, like I see meet Kevin and he's got literally multiples of the subscribers I have for this channel. And it's, it's like, wow, you folks rely on this complete hype complete nonsense based approach, whereas I'm going to like try to pencil things out for you. So meet Kevin, if you're ever interested in actually learning how to calculate free cash flow, happy to show you. In this case, you take operating cash flows, not net income, and then you subtract capital expenditures. The reason why is because you have depreciation, amortization, and impairment that needs to get added back to the net income, and then you sort of net it against capital expenditures. Happy to do a one-on-one -on -one if you're interested. But so me, Kevin was talking about 539 million for cash flow. That's not the case. What you need to do is take 2.4 billion 
in free cash flow, less capital expenditures, and the whole Bitcoin you know, sale, which generated around 930 million in cash that's here in this proceeds from sales of digital assets right here. So that's has no impact whatsoever on free cash flow. And, you know, Elon Musk previously tweeted, yeah, I, Tesla has diamond hands saying we're not going to sell, you know, we're, we're never going to sell, you know, Bitcoin clearly reversing course here, making up in my opinion, a baloney excuse talking about how we were uncertain as to when COVID lockdowns in China would alleviate. We're certainly open to increasing our Bitcoin holding in the future. So this should not be taken as some verdict on Bitcoin. This is just complete baloney because honestly, it generated like a billion in cash and they already had 17.5 billion in cash and equivalents, you know, at the end of the quarter. So I think that's really silly to say, oh, yeah. And keep in mind, they still generated 600 million in cash flow, free cash flow during the quarter. So just uh, I think that's uh, sort of a covering his ass in that comment. And he, you know, he later goes on saying, look, it's a sideshow. Cryptocurrency is a sideshow. Um, the focus of Tesla remains a sustainable energy future, focusing on solar and wind for energy generation, stationary battery packs, battery packs for storage of the solar energy because of intermittency problems, and then electric vehicles. And that's the third pillar. And this is the crux of the thesis for Tesla. Hey, if you solve these three things, you're potentially solving a sustainable future for civilization, which is very big deal. So why am I cautious on Tesla, given the fact that arguably they're posting still very strong results? It really comes down to the delta, the change from one quarter to the next and what it means in terms of how shareholders respond, how speculators respond, how do the algorithms respond. And, you know, for folks that, that are tuning in for the first time, my name is Daniel. You're watching Unrivaled Investing. I personally have a little bit of background looking at this. I, you know, I previously worked at a multi-billion dollar hedge fund working with the founder of that hedge fund, you know, and so, you know, I do have some familiarity looking at, you know, how does the marketplace work? What's going on here? And so I'm trying to provide insights here so that way you can understand, yeah, it's not just fundamental investors that are driving this, but you have different market participant behavior in this case, you know, thinking about how does this change from first quarter to second quarter sort of impact animal spirits and impact the different constituents in the marketplace, such as algorithmic investors. And so I'm looking at this, I'm seeing 80% growth last quarter. And so that is such strong acceleration, such strong growth that yes, you're going to have strong results. But when you start looking into 40% growth, which is what it decelerated to, that's huge deceleration. That's not giving a lot of the sort of growth at any price investors the cover that they need to see to support the stock. And I think that is good reason to be very, very cautious here to see that huge deceleration in revenue growth from 80% to 40%. Management is still hopeful of hitting 50% growth this year, you know, sort of saying, hey, maybe we can have that uptick in the second half. You know, you are seeing not only this huge deceleration from 80% growth to 40% growth, but you're also seeing their profits take a hit. And this is, you know, look, they're they're performing extremely well, given that we're in the middle of a stagflation, but you still see their profit margins go from around 20% to 15%. So lop off a quarter of their underlying profitability in this period that should give investors sort of pause, sort of some of these growth investors saying, well, wait a second, what's the right multiple for this business? What's the right valuation? And this is partly challenging because the key aspect in any given short term period that drives stock returns is valuation. 
And you look at Tesla and the biggest component that's driven their results, let's say over the last three years, has been the dramatic change in valuation where you can see it went from like one time sales to 12 times sales. And it's it's been coming off of that, you know, high of, you know, 30 times sales at the start of 2021. You know, I look at this and I'm thinking to myself, man, there is still significant downside risk because this multiple could come under pressure if investors start thinking, yeah, you know, maybe that 50% annual growth that Elon Musk is is asking for or targeting is going to be tougher to achieve. You know, you're looking at 40% growth this quarter down from 80% last quarter. So the question is, where does Tesla stock go from here? First, if you're looking for compelling investment ideas or want to take charge of your investment journey, consider unrivaledinvesting.com. Also, in full disclosure, this is not financial advice. So looking at Tesla, I am personally revisiting the price that I would consider buying it because previously, you know, I was using a much higher range of what their growth could be in 2022 based on their first quarter results. And this is what I mean. This is the process that all these investors are going to go through. It's going to be hedge funds, the algorithms. Everyone's going to look at this quarter and you're going to start seeing it in the stock price in the coming weeks. And I think this should give Tesla shareholders sort of some pause here to be cautious because they're going to revisit what's the growth rate for the year. Previously, I was saying 40, 50, 60% growth. Now I'm saying, yeah, maybe it's really just closer to 40 to 50%. And that does have a big impact in terms of where you think this business sort of trades and what what's the appropriate value for this business when you look at that growth rate. Um, I'm also penciling out 20 to 25% profit margins because clearly, you know, it's, it's hard to continue, you know, showing that profit direction that they previously were. Previous quarter was record profit margins. Now you see this big reversal. Maybe it's appropriate to assume, yeah, let's do 20 to 25% long-term to see for this business. Looking at that, assuming 40 to 45% growth, you know, this company's trading at arguably a 60, you know, times earnings multiple, 60 to 70 times earnings multiple for a company that might be growing around 40%. That is in many cases, very rich. Previously, you know, if you're looking at a company trading at 60 times, but growing at 60%, which is what a lot of folks previously were looking at saying, wow, this is growing at 80%. And I'm assuming only 60% this year, you know, that, that could get investors excited. Now this is going to give some investors pause. And so I'm looking at this, I think this does increase the downside, you know, the immediate downside that investors are considering. And I'm personally looking at this, you know, I'm, I'm saying I don't really think the price at around 750 bucks a share, a little under 750 bucks is crazy compelling, you know, based on a range of scenarios. And the, keep in mind, this is a hypothetical valuation analysis. Of course, stock prices go way higher or lower, you know, depending on the underlying fundamentals. How does the business perform? How does sentiment, you know, play out as well? Do people get, you know, more greedy, more fearful? So I look at this, I personally think that I would want to revisit Tesla. You know, previously I said previously I said below $700 a share, but when you see this huge deceleration like what's happened this quarter, I think it's appropriate to adjust your price targets. You know, when the data changes, I change my opinion. What do you do? You know, and so if you, if you just say, hey, diamond hands, my opinion never changes. Well, good luck to you. My person, you know, my view is well, let's let's adapt to reality here. You know, and, and the reality as it is, not what I want it to be. And so I'm looking at Tesla. I'm saying, yeah, their growth decelerated hugely, uh, big time in this quarter. And so I think it's appropriate to adjust the price target in which I would be excited to buy. 
from let's say under $700 per share to probably under $600 a share is a price that I'd want to revisit this to say, hey, what do I think about the thesis at this point, their growth trajectory, the upside potential of them achieving, you know, solid returns for shareholders in the future. So I look at this, I think Tesla shareholders should be very cautious, even though they reported arguably quite strong results and they still have a lot of potential, you know, in the months, quarters, years ahead with cool products like Cybertruck and their robot, a lot of cool stuff going on. But I think now is the time, especially after this quarter, that Tesla shareholders should be particularly cautious. If you have a different view, I'm totally open to it. Would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks so much for watching Unrivaled Investing.